Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm host Michael Dow, and with me tonight are Sue Timberlake and John Roberts. Hey there. Hi. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of here. Long week as usual. <laughs> I can, yeah. press, I can press buttons good. Oh, thank God for you, John, right? It's... Thank God for me, I completely... Scre- okay. You have you have no idea. You have no idea. You're so good-hearted and good-natured, and try and keep us on track here, and we're always throwing you, you a curveball. You're, you're sounding like Jeremy Irons in um, uh, Reversal of Fortune. You're a very strange man, Mr. Von Bulow. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. We Some men you- want to... Just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> That's all I know. Yeah, thank God you don't let our world burn. <laughs> Is that the right actor? I don't even. That's know Michael Caine. I but know Vince. Yeah. <laughs> I press buttons good. Yeah. So, which reminds me, uh, you want to play with matches later? <laughs> that can't go wrong, right? So, well, we'll talk about playing with matches in various senses of the term in a sec. I just want to mention the usual sort of flim-flam stuff about uh, how people can get in touch with us and how we love to hear from them and things like that. So, uh, you can get in touch with us in a few different ways, and we hope you will. The first is you can email us, civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. On Twitter, at civilpoliticsfm is how you reach us there. And on facebook.com, uh, well, facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio is our Facebook community. Uh, we get a lot of comments. Well, we get a fair amount of comments there anyways. It's always good to see them. A lot of live comments. Is that where the live usually comes? I think in? so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, we do have a website, which is quite simply civilpoliticsradio.com that has links to previous episodes of the show and stuff like that. Um, we do uh, record the show, and uh, usually on Sunday mornings, uh, to go with the rest of the uh, chatty news shows, uh, genre uploads a uh, recording of the show. So uh, if you're not listening now, you can listen on Sunday. But once you might we not upload know it. if you weren't listening now. So. <laughs> oh, the paradox. How? When I record uh, my show, um, Press Start to Continue, some people listen for part of it, and then they have to take off, they have to do something else, and then they can listen to the rest oh, later. Yeah, hmm. you know. So, so if there's Shields and Brooks later on NPR, yeah, you like, might you might have a driveway moment right now. I'm gonna steal that, uh, but you have to get in and like keep the cast from eating each other. So then you can listen on Sunday. Yeah, whenever I post it. Exactly. Usually in the morning. Sometimes it's not in the morning. Okay. <laughs> well, News. Sunday. All right, and uh, we also, when we mention things during the show, we try to put on, um, you know, uh, references, links, and things like that. And when we do that, uh, mostly genre does that. I'm really lazy. Uh, Use the hashtag civil references to follow along on Facebook and Twitter, or occasionally civil corrections. (coughs) Um, (laughs) Though I'm on a a streak. We haven't had to do one of those for me in, I don't know, days. I just stopped correcting you. What can I say? <laughs> I get tired of it. <laughs> Says the Republican in the I was Happy gonna, Valley. <laughs> I was going to say, says the feminist, dude, just <laughs> whatever. <laughs> there, you, there's nothing that says that you can't be correct about things if you're 
a Republican in, in the Pioneer Valley. Oh, I'm so glad you feel that way. Yeah. Not everybody does. I mean, facts it, are facts. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it would be nice if it happened, but I mean, it's, there's nothing saying it can't Whoa. happen. <laughs> facts are facts. They, facts do not skew one way or another. It's the... <clears throat> It's how you process the facts and how you and how you read them uh, through through your lens that might be that might skew uh, correctly or incorrectly. I have a very skewed lens. So. You're not the only one. Uh, <laughs> you're not the only one. Um, I I'm not going to derail us into a into a, a stuff I talked about when I was in grad school doing the history of science, but like like the facts are facts can be contended, but. That's that's a whole other thing. That's really getting into sort of like the whole to, domain of how do you know things and yeah, if you just have to choose know. the right statistics, that's all. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that comes after lies and damn lies, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, I I'd love to be in the company of Samuel Clemens as far as that goes. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> they don't call it a Poisson distribution for no reason. It looks like a fish. It's a statistical test. Oh, really? Yeah, and it looks like a fish, and you can do a lot with it. <laughs> oh, I thought, wait, you mean like the classic bell curve? I thought that was the Gaussian. No, the Poisson is um, for things that don't, can't go below zero. Like they have a hard a hard side. They use it for emergency room predicting numbers and things like that for oh. volume and capacity. But all those tests have all their little things that you, you know, that can help you make your case. The artifacts that you have to understand. That you use to your creative advantage, I think some some people. Anyway, it seems that week somebody's using their statistics to creative advantage. Um, well, so as far as uh, uh, arguing about things goes, I mean that's sort of. I think if there's a, a point to this show at all, and at times I really wonder, is there a point to this show? Which I shouldn't be saying on air. Oh no, but uh, it's good to question. I yes. think it's always good to say what you know. Why not? Why are we here? But why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Genre excluded. <laughs> no. I, Push I, button's good. I I often think you guys are like, wait, why are we putting up with Mike for another hour again? There's got to be a reason. There's got to be a reason. Money. No, he's not paying us. Damn. Uh, <laughs> the gift of gab, I think, is the <laughs> right. The, the art of the art of the uh, reasoning. So I'll try and, and gift you with that a bit. But it seems to me <clears throat> that. Um, uh, this is, I know we've talked about this before, this is something that was sort of fresh in my mind because, you know, I have sort of fairly left-wing activist friends. Um, Speaking of which, Packy isn't with us tonight, but she'll be here next Friday, right? Oh, Packy Wieland. Wieland. Yeah. Wieland. Is Wieland. it Wieland? I think Sorry. it's Wieland. Right. Yeah, I wasn't she, sure how to... She's headed know. to D.C. She was going to be our special guest tonight. Speaking of left-wing progressive... Yes. You know, go to the mat. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she's amazing. So that... That's, she's also one of the... People who does Bread and Roses radio. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Does she do Occupy the Airwaves as well? I think they. A lot of people have yeah, her does. as a guest. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. yeah. She's. She's. Uh, she's. She's. Uh, I think she's one of the main crew on, on Occupy. Yeah. yeah. She's never there because she's protesting things and being in <laughs> getting jail. arrested. She's yeah. actually <laughs> occupying something. And <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. She puts her her um, feet where her mouth is, or whatever you call that, or I don't know. Anyway, she yeah. she evokes she she 
she uh, puts herself at risk a great deal. Yeah. So. You know, you're supposed to be contemptuous of her because you are a Republican. I think I that's... I'm never contemptuous of somebody that's, <laughs> you know... I yeah, but she's a lefty. I thought yeah. that was... Maybe, I don't know. It's yeah, have you ever seen me be contemptuous? I, maybe a few things, uh, but... <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I like dogs. Yeah, no. Um, there's that time I really wanted to put onions in your sandwich. I think that was it. Yeah. <laughs> That would do it. That yeah. would be the end of me. <laughs> See, that's what everybody knows my secret, so I have to be good because yeah. <laughs> you know, was it when I got onions on the my pancakes at the diner? That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> they just grilled it in the same spot where they grilled onions. It was like, oh. <laughs> anyway, so so getting away from delicious pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, and attempts on our lives. Right. <laughs> That was purely accidental. Um, so uh, the time I saw through your brake cables, that was deliberate. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I so. wouldn't fall for that because I know there's two systems in a car. And, you know, you'd never mind. You wouldn't because I work on cars. So. Yeah, I know. And I don't. No wonder it didn't work. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I was talking with uh, one of my good friends who's uh, 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 getting a doctorate in African-American studies and he's very interested in, you know, progressive politics and he's, you know, saying like, Mike, come to a meeting of the Democratic Socialist Party. And I'm like, mm, OK, <laughs> you know, and I, 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 I'm enough of a country club boy that I'm just sort of like, I don't know, Democratic Socialist. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I should at least Would go. Would the food be free? <laughs> <laughs> I think it will be collectively distributed. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you from can each get according the lion's to share. his hunger, from <laughs> each according to whatever he has in his fridge. Oh, there, so yeah. you might still get the lion's share. <laughs> right. <laughs> in any event. Um, yeah, no, but I, I definitely think it's a good idea to, to, to meet new people and learn new things. But um, one of the, the sorry. I'm a little scattered today. I shouldn't have skipped lunch. That's why I'm talking about pancakes. Um, so uh, Bob was saying how, like, it's a time for uh, activism and, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and political contention because, you know, we do have uh, sort of increasingly we are polarizing and, and one side is unfortunately genuinely... Uh, well, deplorable as as one of our. Wow. Well, <laughs> you see, the thing is, you don't have to be on that side. I am. No more than I do. Well, are you though? Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. um, so what do you think about separating, taking children away, and putting them in tender care facilities while their parents are held indefinitely? Every once in a while, you have to shoot a hostage to let them know you're serious. Oh really? So you think it's a good idea? I I hate the idea. Okay. But I. I get it intellectually. I get what Trump is doing. It's why What's they, he doing? Well, it's why they call it the bully pulpit, because the biggest bully always tries to occupy it. Okay. And so I, I've probably got a lot to say about this. I have to think about how to say it, though. Because to me, it's, it's tremendously evocative of the internment camps of Japanese descended citizens in the 1940s. Well, and Obama was doing it, too. He was just doing it a little more elegantly. 
Uh, not in the same way. Uh, How so? Like, well, for one thing, it wasn't like a policy that he just decided on and then said it was a law. For another, um, I think it is it partly the law that that Trump is using. It's the same thing. The, Obama got there's no law against it. But the point is that uh, Obama. Obama got, well, uh, here's the thing. You, you you asked why didn't Obama do it? And it's like no, Obama didn't have a policy of simply saying like, oh, you've, you're trying to enter the country. Uh, and you have kids with you. Well, no, he discriminated between different folks and different reasons. And I'm not saying discriminate in a bad way. I'm saying Obama discriminated more than Trump did. Trump just closed the gate. Well, tr- Trump is basically trying to treat uh, the misdemeanor of illegal entry to the country as a felony, as uh, a grave criminal offense and imprisoning people. And therefore, since you can't have kids in prison, putting the kids in camps. And the reason you can't have kids in prison is because of that 20-day rule. Right. That, that is actually a law. That's the problem well, it's to some degree. Coming out of a consent decree. Yeah. But yeah. Um, well, I don't see that as a problem. Well, you don't want to because put kids it, in jail. Well, no, you don't. I don't see that as a problem at all. Uh, you want to so, catch and release. I suppose that's one way of terming it. Like... So someone comes here and they're applying for asylum, say, and people who are coming for asylum are having their kids taken away from them, even when they're showing up at border checkpoints. Yeah, and they've been saying they weren't doing that, but, but there was a, there was a couple of cases today they, in they, the they, news. They definitely have been. Yeah. So, uh, Whereas under Obama, you have the sense well, that under, under, that wasn't happening with people that came through the port of call. Port of desperate people seeking shelter from, uh, uh, seeking a safe haven from, uh, you know, uh, terrorism and gangs and up, uh, you know, civil up unrest and so forth. Uh, uh, armed thugs, uh, you know. Well, eighty years ago they were Jews, and uh, you know, there's some people who are trying to get into Italy on a boat right now, and they've just been turned away. The second boat. This is the second boat. Right, and 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 that's uh, that's Italy's problem. I don't think that's a good look for Italy. But I definitely, we have been here before, and I hope we've learned better. But, you know, these are people from, you know... Uh, El Salvador. Uh, S-hole countries, as Donald Trump calls them. And they're animals, and he doesn't want them in this country. And he's trying desperately to... Uh, uh, he's using this, this new policy, this decision, that this arbitrary decision they've taken as a means of of intimidating people into not coming and seeking help. And that is horrifying. Is it arbitrary or is it unreasonable? It's both. Yeah, I don't think it's arbitrary. I think it's intentional. No, no, it is. It, that's, that's, that's part Sorry, of the arbitrary I was, means. It's I was, not random. It's, 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 they've just decided to do it. They've just, it's, it's, it's not explicitly against the law. It's not against the law at all, unfortunately. Well, it's not explicitly against the law to yeah. arrest all those, to throw all those people in jail. So, yeah. But here's the thing: uh, we need to have a sense of proportion in how we deal with things, <clears throat> and uh, to say like, like I, I, I think the whole idea of treating immigration as like, a, like a, like a low-level invasion or a problem. Uh, I think is is uh, wrong-headed and racist. Thank God the Indians didn't feel that way about us. Uh, 
specifically my ancestors oh yeah oh, half yeah. half of mine the other half were already here from what i understand i don't know well i, I, don't, I don't mean half but you know half back then <laughs> well yeah but no i mean uh uh i've had a number of ancestors in new england in the 17th century some of whom were actually killed fighting the locals um and uh honestly See? my sympathy is ms13 kind of... on the on the mayflower right i uh <laughs> if if ms13 were were grim spoken uh uh people uh, with bibles <laughs> grim spoken people with no sense of humor and who dis- disapproved of dancing then um <laughs> i think i think we know your your clan yeah and i i i'm, I'm comfortable comparing my uh puritan ancestors to ms13 actually they were a dangerous group I just wanted to interject some um, some facts about the about the policy <gasps> facts uh, that you know, what <laughs> uh, from uh, an article on the post, which is one of our uh, accepted news sources. Um, if you go to civilpoliticsradio.com, then you can click on trusted news sources, and you can see the list that we that we have and where I pull um, sourcing for the show. Uh, <clears throat> one. Um, uh, I, I don't know if you guys said it already because I was reading uh, border crossing like this is a misdemeanor yep. uh, under under U.S. law um, or federal law. The second thing is the zero tolerance policy was changed from the Obama era because in the Obama era, the policy was to prosecute um, gang members and violent criminals and, and people uh, with priority uh, and not not as much the just people crossing. excuse me um the now with the zero tolerance policy this isn't specifically about separating families it is about prosecuting every single person that they catch and you cannot prosecute the family together uh and then because of that consent decree we're talking about exactly you can't you can't incarcerate the kids and you can't incarcerate 20 days i think you can yes 20 20 or 21 days Yeah. yeah so uh that necessitates the separation. separation um the policy d- isn't specifically about separation but they are using the separation as as a bargaining tool uh or as a as a deterrent for people to keep people from breaking this this misdemeanor well and the trump administration has been attempting to use it as a bargaining tool as well Basically, because Trump was going around saying, like, ah, this is all the Democrats' fault. It's their law, and they're stopping us from changing it. They need to stop their resistance. And it's just, you know, like... But, you know, in 20 just days... Just the sheer dishonesty of that. In 20 days, we're going to be right back where we were. You know, he signed an executive order, but for the people that run out of those 20 days... Well, and the executive order... Do you mean the kids, or...? The kids. Yeah. The, the, the executive order is, is like, all, almost everything Trump does, pure theater... Because the the point is, like, he basically said, stop doing this thing I told you to do. And yeah. then uh, uh, he's basically trying to, like, force the courts to revisit this. Well, he now, wants Congress. I mean, that's actually where sure. he's going, in well, my opinion. Or, or the courts. And don't we but, all wish Congress would do something? Sure. What do you want them to do? Uh, legislate? Vote? Specifically? Well, they've had two or three bills. One that one went down to defeat yesterday. The other one's coming out next week. Well, and if, that's that's voting. You want that's them to house, vote? They voted. 
yeah, and if and if the House one fails, they're going to go back to a really narrow, limited uh, Senate bill that's terrible by Mitch McConnell. It's just, it's like they just can't get out of their own. I mean, it. I really, I know Trump is behaving badly, but I think that Congress has an obligation here. They're I so. Agree. They're so busy doing proclamations and, you know, showing up at the detention centers for the, you know, photo op. You they, mean the Democrats? Uh, both of them, the Republicans, too, are showing up at the de- detention centers. And they need to do something. They need to stop going in front of the cameras and they need to do some work. Uh, I think. That's my opinion. Both wh- sides. Both Congress. Both I, I, both I, I really do have, and- have to push back against that, though, because, you know, your beloved Republican Party has all the levers of government in its grasp. They do. Yeah. And good thing they're fragmented. Uh, <laughs> well, considering what they want to do, like... Well, this, this what, immigration... What, what would you like them to do about immigration? Would you like them to make it harder to come in? There's a bipartisan like to... bill that they've been working on. They won't even bring it to the floor, and it's got Democrats and Republicans. It's, it's, yeah. it's sort of like an organization that's really sick. I'm talking about Congress. I'm not talking about the whole government, but I could say it about the whole government. They cannot they cannot get anything done. They can't negotiate with each other. They can't talk to each other. I don't know I don't know what's their problem. Well, cuz um, they could solve this. They they had a comprehensive bill like what, 5 years ago with Paul Ryan and Well, Sue, unfortunately, and push back after I'm, after I'm done saying this if yeah. you want. But unfortunately, there's a very basic problem, which is that uh, the Republican Party uh, is beholden to a hardcore base of racists. And they hate brown people, and they don't want immigrants coming in because they'll take white jobs, and they'll, they'll, they think they'll threaten white people, and they just You're can't so handle... You're so wrong about the Republican Party. They want no, lots so. of cheap labor coming in to staff the farms and the businesses. They don't want E-Verify. Oh, the country club people do, sure. No, I'm saying Republicans want lots and lots of immigrants but they want them for jobs i don't think the freedom caucus wants them well freedom caucus is a little mixed bag i i you know i hate to characterize them but no i think you i think you're wrong that's why they've never been able to do the workers um, permit project and all that that's that's ha- that's part of my party but that's they, part of your party yeah. yes that's the party that that's all about like getting business done and and, and, yep. and cheap labor commodities absolutely. cheap let's compete that's with the rest of bust, the world that's why they want to bust unions and so forth yeah. but uh they can't get that because that seems too much like leniency Oh, to no, there's a whole, significant chunk of the base of the Republican Party, of the of the people, the voters, the people who voted for Trump, the people who, you know, uh, uh, think it's okay. The that, farmers, the farmers want labor. They're terrified they're going to do E-Verify because they won't have any labor for their farms. Well, they're already getting screwed by uh, Trump's policies, including uh, uh, also the, the tariffs he's pushing through. So, so I'm just you know. arguing that it's not this terrible racist Republican Party. I'm saying there's many mixed interests interest that cannot it seems like there's no leadership and i i mean in either party to be able to actually do you remember um i think ronald reagan said it was actually sam rayburn any jackass can kick down a barn it takes a carpenter to build one absolutely they're a bunch of jackasses that they just they can't negotiate with each other they can't find a compromise they have they have the four or five pillars in these bills that could pass you know they have a, they have a fix for DACA. They have, I mean, they have it sort of in various places in all their legislation, and they just can't see the path. To yes. yes, but 
again, the Republicans controlling the majority of Congress, they don't want to do anything with Democratic votes. And in order Oh, to they get, were? They were trying to. Well, and in order to, to satisfy the uh, people they answer to, uh, you know, like I said, the hardcore believers in the Republican Party, a, a lot of them don't want anything like immigration reform because they don't want any immigrants. There's a lot of fragmented efforts right now. There are a lot of frag in this House and the Senate, various bills. Like I said, one went down to defeat. Yeah, yeah. I think it was yesterday. But um, John, I'm John, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I personally, I don't think that the absolute core of the Republican Party is a bunch of racists. I think that the loudest part right now is, but the core of the Republican Party are people that want, you know, they're more, I think the the core of the of the Republican Party are are more moderate. The problem is that the that the core of the president's base is the 39% or whatever it is. 39% of sorry, Republicans. I guess whatever it is, something I don't like know. That. Well, a majority of Republicans support the president's policies about separating. That's children. not the core. The core, like a core, a base of the a base of a. You of, mean the most enthusiastic members? The most enthusiastic, the most supportive mm-hmm. of a certain of a certain party or certain um, president is probably like ten percent. Like the like a the oh, the real absolute yeah. core of would the do Republican. anything. Yeah, yeah. No that like fanatics does. basically that mm-hmm. would say they see. Uh, Republican and they vote for that. They don't think about anything else. But I think the 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 majority of the Republican Party just doesn't think about the about a lot of things. Like, I think they're hiding. That well, yeah, they are. Uh, mm-hmm. The but the but a major thing with compromise and with um, reconciliation in in this in the in the House and the and in the Senate is that they are. St- stupidly afraid of of trying to get reelected and then they're they have to think about their core and their base exactly and their 10 percent, which is wildly different between between like the what 237 um republican members i think is it 237 they need 18 to get something through so. yeah it's under it's under three it's under yeah. 250 i know that but the but you have like a republican from I don't know Louisiana versus a Republican from Northern California, and their core bases are going to be wildly different. If you look at the core base of the Republican Party as a whole, I think that it's 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 mostly like you're gonna look at the um, the Koch brothers. Well, they're the money. They're one of the money influences. That's, I think that's like if you look at the Repo- at the GOP. I think the the core of the 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 core beliefs of the GOP, like the people that follow that, that will that will do anything for the GOP, would be like, or are probably still neoconservative, uh, conservative people. The the core of the president, which is flowing, the crap is flowing downhill to to the Senate and the House. Those, yes, racists and misogynists and things like that. And I think that the, the core of the president is affecting everybody else because if they, the, the core of the president, the president's core is much louder and has more power. And they're ruth- they're a little more ruthless. They're ruthless, yes. Yeah, they're and people horrible are afraid people. of ruthless people. They are horrible people. And then the people that, other people that voted for the president are the, are the GOP diehard people. 
So the core, basically, if you if you think about like a planet, the core of the the president's core is at the center. It's hot and dense, and you can't survive there. I can't survive there. Then you get then I you don't have think the women core are of the, very welcome there. No, either. not at all. <laughs> um, nobody in here would survive there. Then uh, on the outside of that, the the magma is the is the core of the Republican Party. And then you keep spreading out into like moderates and and stuff until. I think like, they've silenced. I think it's like the McCarthy or not really, but a little bit where people are silenced who shouldn't be silent. And I'm talking about people in my party who know <laughs> what's wrong. I just wanted to share his new tactic today, Trump's tactic today uh, or yesterday. I may have missed it, but um, I mean, I may have. I may miss the day. So what he did is he put on stage all these people who's. Um, uh, all these parents whose children had been taken away from them. And you're like, oh, okay, this is interesting. You know, and it was some folks that looked like they might be immigrants. And turns out they're the parents of people that, you know, lawless immigrants had shot or killed. Or, And he was making the argument, are you with these American families who lost their child permanently? Or are you with the immigrant families who are going to lose their kids, you know, for 20 days or a month to get access to the country. And it's it's so typically Trump. It's just, you're either for us or against us, like Bush used to do. You know, either you're with us or you're not. And uh, we, you know, we take names. And so it was a very interesting strategy. This, this I think it might have been this morning that he had some sort of a press conference. Might have been yesterday. <clears throat> so do you see, do you look at that and go, hmm, good job? Or you go like, oh, God. I look at it and go, oh, I can see where you're going. Sure. I see where you're going and what you're trying to do. He's trying to force Congress to act. Well, I, I, I and he is a ruthless kind of guy. So he's sure. gonna he you know Ryan is out. Paul Ryan is out. A lot of Republicans have retired, and you know it's like where's the one with a backbone that will stand up to him? I just I just don't see them on the horizon. And the and like I said, the Democrats they they there was an opportunity to join and and do a comprehensive bill, and at the last moment they said no, we're not we're not going to participate. And I get it. I understand they don't want to, they don't want to enable him any more than he's already enabled. But it's like, okay, so how do you get something done in this environment? Well, uh, for one thing, uh, uh, there comes a point wh- at which you go like, well, that's that's a red line for us, and we can't compromise anymore. You know, that's that's something. You know, when when you have principles, as everybody does, you have to sort of stand up to them or figure out where you're going to draw the line. But um, I think um, more generally, that sort of approach, I mean, I can appreciate how well, you know, uh, to pick an, uh, uh, sadly, a less and less uh, exaggerated comparison, you know, Hitler stage managed great rallies. I can appreciate that. That doesn't mean I think they were good. No, and Trump s- is. You see the treachery in it. You see where he's trying to go. Right, but uh, yeah. see, see the thing is, like, and this is entirely opposed to the whole idea of again civil politics, which is about like let's talk about things, let's try to come together. And Trump is very deliberately trying to drive a wedge, and he is also very he's del- trying to push Congress off a cliff. And he's also very yeah. Well, he is trying to recreate a unitary executive, and he's also very clearly trying to. Um, uh, turning this into uh, into a fight. Yes. Instead of saying, you know, uh, we have issues about how we deal with people who are immigrating to this country, which we do, 
and then and then going from there and saying like, well, and the number one issue is that some of these uh, immigrants are 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 dangerous animals and we don't want them in here. And uh, the the way he's carrying on, it's clear that it's not just uh, uh, a few members of a of a criminal gang that he's concerned about. It's basically anybody from south of the border he's worried about. He thinks of as, as well, an he wants to hold everybody till they're sure. And that, you know, that's almost impossible given the resources we have. Right. So the other choice is to bring them in and note them and let them go in the country. Is a, well, well, you know, we, we can do that. We have it, done that. That's and, what we have been doing, yeah. And I don't think that's bad. Yeah. But... Uh, in fact, I think that's that's the better way to go. But, you know, or we can have a racist detention system, and that's what Trump's going for. I think it's more of a nationalist than racist. I think it's, you know. Oh, there's hardly a distinction. But <clears throat> I'm getting the, the, hey, we should take a break now <laughs> Quick, signal. let's take a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're so, going you're gonna to do that. <laughs> well, I saw you lean over, and I thought, oh, I should take a break. But. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He gave us the rolling. Uh, <laughs> well, if, if you want to push back, but in a, in a nutshell, the nationalist idea is like this is America. You know, speak American, love it or leave it. No, it's just you defend your borders. You you really can't just have people just coming in without um, without papers. Uh, it's one thing to say we want to know who you are. It's Absolutely. another thing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, that th- there's a lot more involved than just sort of getting a name and phone number yes. uh, in the way that we handle it. Yes. And a lot of that has to do with the way we uh, treat people from other countries and the way we, we evaluate them. And that uh, is still plagued with racism. I mean, like the whole idea of racial quotas is something that goes... That, well, that, that's the lottery got around that. That's why they want to end the lottery. Ah, uh, yeah. <coughs> Which As is in one of the bills, so... Okay, so we are going to take a short break now, uh, play some PSAs, promos, and IDs, and then we'll be back with more civil politics in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. Press start to continue. Video game remixes, nerdcore, hip-hop, and chiptunes from across the internet. Tune in every Monday night from 9 to 11 on Valley Fruit Radio, WXOJ LP, 103.3 FM. And check out facebook.com slash start to continue for links to show notes, random game news, and podcasts of previous episodes. Press start to continue. All under needs to know. Fresh Sounds with your host, Ron Freshly, Tuesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WXOJ LP, bringing you the music of Bud Powell, Wardell Gray, Art Blakey, Duke Ellington, Abby Lincoln, Tad Dameron, Yousef Latif, Bix Beiderbeck, Cassandra Wilson, Tom Harrell, Jane Ira Bloom, and thousands more. Did you know there is a CSA from which you can get locally brewed beer shares? Or that there is a delivery service that can bring produce from local farms to your door every week? Farm to Fork is a radio program dedicated to revealing the history of the food system in the Pioneer Valley and exploring the bounty the valley has to offer. 
The program tackles the complex issues surrounding food, drink, and every kind of nutrient with their individual production schemes and consumer markets. These topics and more, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. on Farm to Fork, Valley Free Radio, 103.3 FM, WXOJLP, Northampton. Thanks for asking, but I'd rather not send you nude pictures. I'm camera shy. I already said no. Under my clothes, I'm a robot. My webcam is broken. I'm worried they'll get passed around school. I have a rash. I have nudophobia. I have lizard skin. I'm a vampire, so I don't show up in pictures anyways. Your badgering has really killed the mood. When someone is pressuring you to do something you don't want to, how many ways can you say no before they get the message? Let us know at that'snotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. The Lily Library is filled with adventure and wonder for kids and adults of all ages. Lily Library in downtown Florence lends books and movies to everyone. They offer free parking, free Wi-Fi, and two-hour sessions on internet-connected computers. They also offer extensive programs for children, including story hours, clubs, and activities for teens, as well as adult programs. The library is open Tuesday and Thursday evenings, Saturdays and Sundays. Find out more at lilylibrary.org. Brother, if you had seen the things I'd seen, (laughs) your head would explode. (laughs) For all the best in Americana, check out Roots and More Tuesday morning from 7 to 9. From blues, folk and rock to Cajun, Zydeco and alternative country, Roots and More brings you emerging artists, new releases and older favorites. Tune in Tuesday morning from 7 to 9 on Valley Free Radio. What's it rated? Uh, let's see. T for teen with violence and suggestive themes? Uh, no. Video games are fun, but not all games are right for all players. Look for the rating symbol and content descriptors and read the rating summaries that tell you what's actually in the game. (sighs) This one better? Oh, much. For more information about ratings and rating summaries, visit ESRB.org. Sundays at 10 a.m., WXOJ's radio show, Occupy the Airwaves, has the latest news from the occupation movement, locally, regionally, nationally, and around the planet. Tune in at 103.3 FM or webcasting at www.valleyfreeradio.org. Blogging at occupytheairwaves.wordpress.com. Listeners can call into the show at 413-585-1033. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. Have you always loved to read but find it hard to do these days? Forbes Library offers a variety of alternatives to keep you reading long into the night. A large selection of large print books, audiobooks, and easy-to-use e-books and e-audiobooks are available to borrow. You will find bestsellers, classics, and nonfiction offerings. Forbes Library is now affiliated with the National Library Service to provide audiobooks, magazines, and even the daily news for people with vision loss, difficulty holding traditional book or newspaper formats, and for people with certain learning disabilities. Our staff is happy to help you find just the book in just the right format. Call 413 413- Five eight seven one zero one three to find out more. 
this is Ruthie from Pedal People with a public service announcement. If you frequent downtown Northampton or Florence and you pass by the recycling and trash bins on the street, the public ones, I'm here to let you know that cups are not recyclable. No plastic cups, no paper cups, no styrofoam cups, no clear cups, red cups, blue cups, yellow cups, no insulated cups. Because if you put cups in the recycling bin, it means either I pick them out or someone at the sorting facility picks them out in Springfield, or it contaminates the whole load too much that the whole load is considered trash. Or if you can just bring your own cup all together and not have disposable cups, that'd be even better. Thanks for listening, and thanks for your cooperation. I shouldn't say that. And we're back with Civil Politics <laughs> here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. I'm still with John Ron Sue, and we're still talking about... Uh, we, if you, if, Immigration, When we I guess. came back in, they might have heard a little bit of, I hope they didn't hear that on the air, Melania Trump's jacket is what we were talking about. <laughs> uh, Boo. Uh, you know, I actually was having a talk with my mom yesterday. She's, uh, she, you know. Is she a Republican? I, I don't. She's not affiliated, but she certainly grew up in a Republican family and has voted okay. for Republicans so in the I'm past. A, though she also, I think, most recently voted for Obama. Yeah. Uh, and Clinton. But, you know, yeah. I mean. It happens. I did, too. So. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, seriously, most Americans voted for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Anyway. Um, now, that's a poll, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They actually counted the votes. <laughs> so the um, so one of the things uh, my mother was saying was just talking about how she uh, has a lot of sympathy for for uh, Melania Trump because it's <gasps> a tough road to hoe and she's. In a lot of ways, effectively a single mother uh, uh, in a really bizarre, screwed up situation and trying we to raise a young child. We should take that baron away from her <laughs> uh, next time she leaves the country. Yeah, well, at least away from his dad. But um, uh, at the same time, she is someone who is used to being photographed. She's been a you know a fashion model. She's she's been in the public eye for most of her adult life and is used to being photographed. That's how she got out of yeah. her and, country. And thinking about how she looks and how she dresses and the message it sends has been her job for decades. So that she, so then she gets on a plane to go and meet with families with that on the back to meet with jacket. kids who have been taken away from their parents and on her on her back she, on, and, and her jacket on the back of it says I don't care. I re- no, it says I really don't care. Right? Do you? I don't do you. care. Do you? Comma, yeah. Do you? Question mark. And it's just and big letters. Yeah. Um, and and as many people have observed, her spokesperson said, "Look, there's no hidden message." And so it's the literal message, right? And it's like <laughs> so the literal message is you're going off to meet with these people, but you don't care. Yeah. And I just. You know, I think they did it to titillate the press. I think they love to make stories and and create headlines. You know that who was that guy who used to do the Ringling Brethren? You know P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum. Yeah, yeah. It's so P.T. Barnum. It's like quick, is he the one who look said over you, here? <laughs> is he the one who said no one ever got uh, uh, got you know ever, no one ever lost money uh, underestimating the American people or something? Uh, or something like that. You know, just went broke. I think maybe. Yeah. Just spell my name right. I don't know. <coughs> Something like that. But that kind of three ring circus look over here. I I think it was intentional. I think it was to create okay. a story that bumped things off the headlines. Okay, so it was intentional. So she's sending the message that she's 
doesn't care, and she then goes and pretends oh, to care. Oh, no, it's not to send the message that she doesn't care. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like media. It's like charming. Here's the thing. Here's the it's thing. It charming. sends that message. Otherwise, it doesn't create outrage. Well, it's and like and there's chumming. no and there's no point in wearing it if you're not trying to uh, undermine the legitimate outrage that people have about you know basically creating concentration camps for kids. Yeah. That's well, they're, they're, that's not good. There our the criminal justice system isn't quite a concentration camp. So well, uh, they aren't in prison, so they aren't actually in the criminal justice system. So there's that. Um, I, for another, just, for another, comparing the criminal justice system to concentration camps uh, is an interesting road to go down, which we should probably do a whole show on. Yeah, but um, I just the hyperbole is a little rough because it's you well. Know. Here's the thing. We, here's the thing. In sort of slang parlance or common speak or whatever, we, when we think of concentration camps, we think of the Nazi murder factories like Auschwitz and Birkenau and so forth. Yeah concentration camps started before that and they're basically like we're going to take these immigrants and these foreigners and we're going to stick them in camps we're going to stick them in enclosures it's it's basically uh, an extension of the idea of and putting we'll putting jews and, in ghettos and things yeah. like that going back centuries in europe yeah. and yeah th- there is when a, you're, when you're locking these one, kids up there is one one place that the kids are being held that um john and i were talking about before you came tonight mm-hmm. uh the shiloh center which has sort of hit the press and it's um in um, texas was it 40 miles south of houston uh, south of houston and uh, the the it's it's been there for quite a while and there's a fair number of outrages that are just starting to come out being reported we don't have all of the facts yet but well and and also the trump administration just decided to do this and they yeah. didn't actually have a plan in place well, this so they're just sort of throwing kids into like tent cities you know they're setting up but tent this, cities this particular army bases one and has so forth. been around for a while and and this one may turn out to be something quite horrible but i just yeah. i hate to throw them all in the same bucket i mean they are separate cuz that is what trump is doing <laughs> well said <laughs> oh, actually, it was a good singer. Sorry, that's that's not exactly the way this show's supposed to go. But <laughs> anyway, and you're not, and and I, you are not doing that because, like, I've 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 known you. We talk a lot. It's my party. It's it's your it's par- Republican Party. It's your political the values organiz- I believe in, not the family values that they. When they say family, they put they do put air quotes around it. I don't know what. Well, they certainly the, don't mean yeah. immigrant families. Yeah. Well, and, and this is again getting back to part of. You know what are the values of the Republican Party? Uh, the like that is just like what are the values of the Democratic Party? I've That's been something wondering that. Gets, that. <laughs> uh, well, the committee hasn't gotten back with a sort of a quorum <laughs> vote yet. So, and what about all you unenrolled folks? Where do you stand? Well, I'm not unenrolled. Oh, uh, I, I, you know, I am actually at the moment a member of the Democratic Party. Yeah. I can tell you things that I believe that I think a lot of other Democrats believe. But, you know, even then, like, like. So why so do you earlier, try and say how well, all the Republicans well, well, believe? Well, hang on a sec. Hang on a second. If because you I won't did, even do it with your own party. OK, well, I didn't say all Republicans believe. You heard that. Yeah. And that's fine. I understand because you feel attacked. But no, I, I'm talking. As I said, there's a problem the Republican Party has because there's it's. There's a chunk of racists in it that control it. And I, I compared it I uh, off the air to like Dr. Strangelove's right yeah. arm, you know, running around doing things with a mind of its own. And at one point it's trying to choke him to death, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't <laughs> think the racist folks control the party. I think there's a, they they block a lot of things, but I don't think they necessarily control. the party. Oh, well, I think the Republican Party is basically like 
following Trump's lead, and Trump is a racist. So yeah, I, I'm 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 sorry, but you may not have been before, but your party is now, oh. and that sucks. Well, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. Uh, the Republican Party is complicit. Therefore, that is how they're racist. So this whole country was complicit. In the Absolutely. Yes. yes, this whole country is very, very Democrats racist. included. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. The Democratic Party now, today, everyone moment, is still has a racism problem. Everyone that is. So it's only us that's the good guys? No. We're horrible. Room? No. <laughs> I'm not a good guy. No. I'm trying to be a less bad guy. Ah. It's, it's like if you look at the Civil War. To pick a classic example of, of the fight against racism in this country, on the one side, you have the Confederates who are fighting to preserve slavery. They're wrong. They're the bad guys. What they're fighting for is evil. Now, there are some people in the North who are hardcore abolitionists, and there's a general dislike of slavery. So that's good. But to describe the, uh, the Northern Army as the good guys oversimplifies way too much. There was a, still a lot of racism and a lot of horrible people uh you know in the north fighting against the south and you know just because the people you're fighting are worse than you you mean sheridan's raiders doesn't make you good well i mean you know like like the (laughs) all the carpetbaggers that went down and ruined the south (laughs) yeah uh well that's the that's the post uh uh uh, reconstruction racist propaganda that justified the kkk but um you know uh Basically, carpetbaggers were an easier target than saying, like, we don't want these black people who we, who are now emancipated actually, you know, getting into Congress, which was happening for a while. Yeah, it happened in Wilmington. If you ever heard yeah. the story of Wil- Wilmington, South Carolina, yeah. it's scary. Yeah. It's really scary. Exactly. Because folks basically got into office, and so the white people just killed them. Yeah. yeah. It's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, sometimes white people do things like that. It's sort of horrifying. So. Sometimes. So, <laughs> mostly men, John. Well, that's mm-hmm. true. <laughs> How many white women voted for Trump? Too uh, many. I don't know. 55%. How much? 55%. What age group? All of them. Just white women, 55% at least. Yeah. Pale skin, not a dude, voted for, for majority voted for Trump. That, that can't be true because Hillary okay. got more than 51%. That can't be true. The math doesn't work. Right. She got more than she got a yeah. huge number of the people who aren't white. Yes, but fifty-one percent of the population is female. Yeah, uh, uh, women of color voted overwhelmingly for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, that's that's how that worked out. Yeah. But um, uh, I'm sorry. I I I think where, I lost where? a thread, and we are <laughs> we are only a few minutes from the end. But oh, uh, so I I just I just tariffs. Wanna... You don't even want to talk about the tariffs. No. no. <laughs> okay. See, I, I I I to be clear, I think this country still has enormous problems with racism, and uh, we are not immune to it, us lefties. Uh, and in fact, you know, because you know, and like, sexism, and we're afraid of uh, foreigners, and yeah, yeah, no, there's 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 definite problems, and 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 people you in know, the Navajo because, Nation don't have running water and electricity. I prefer to be called the Dine, actually, but um, but yeah, um, the the you know, just because I've I've got a Black Lives Matter T-shirt, you know, doesn't mean that I'm not complicit in sort of the 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 racist system that means that black people are still more in danger from cops than I am. Oh yeah, that young man that just got shot. Oh, oh, 
which this one? week. Yeah, no, this. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, it still happens all the time. And uh, he was running away. They shot him. Running. You know, I like, I. There are many problems I should be doing more to address, and um, I don't want to in any way pretend that like you know, like we're the good guys because we're Democrats or anything like that because that's crap. You know, we're not. We're flawed human beings. We have our problems. We have our our failings, our our uh, you know misunderstandings, so, uh, and all these other things. Congress needs to put its ego aside and get something done on Well, that would be great. But again, part of the problem is that you've got you know the 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 liberals who are uh, sort of wishy washy, and then you've got like these hardcore Freedom Caucus types who are terrified of brown people who don't want anything except maybe more prisons and. And 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 even stricter regulations. More cheap labor. Well, no, they don't want cheap labor. They want the brown people out more than anything. That's un- unfortunate. Then that's that's like an argument uh, that's that 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 uh, well, mostly uh, more the Republicans than Democrats are having. But on both sides, there are still real problems with the whole attitude. I mean, talking about people as illegal immigrants, they're human beings, you know. And if we're a free nation, if we're a nation of of human beings who are free. Um, it can't be illegal to exist. Like just because I'm on this side of a line versus You've seen that side Noah of a line. Trevor's book, right? Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Sorry, Born yes. a crime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think I gave John a copy for Christmas. You did, and then I gave it to that lady with the Blue Lives Matter. Oh, that truck. night that you went over right. and talked to the woman with the Blue Lives Matter truck. Yeah. 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 You like the book at all, though? You did had a chance to look at it, right? No. Oh. I have to get you another copy. Doesn't have pictures in it, man. <laughs> How long have you known me? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Im- like, here's the thing: it's, 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 it's. Imagine it's in the voice of the of the AI from Wakanda, because it is. Well, that's Trevor Noah. Yes, Trevor Noah is the voice of the computers in uh, Wakanda. He Black did Panther. something I liked. Yes. Huh. Fifty-two percent. Fifty-two percent. Fifty-two percent of white women voted for voted for Trump. Sixty-one percent of white women without a college degree voted uh voted for him uh 34 with a college degree voted for him. and how are you defining white uh, self-identified i think self-identified right? was white yes okay i'll look at the i'll look at the polls i don't know i like re- real clear politics because they usually show you the five polls and yeah. sort of the range and mm-hmm. how they how they ask the question that got people to respond this well th- this is all was all broken down you know two years ago in yeah. the uh or you eighteen mean, months ago. polls yeah yeah um but yeah. yeah uh it's all over you can find it lot from lots of our trusted news sources yeah, yeah. so yeah. uh and i i noticed we're just about at the time yeah. where we should wrap <laughs> up so and we'll, we'll have packy next friday packy wheeling Yes. Was now, that the 29th, June 29th? 20, June 29th, yeah. So we'll talk so all about this. So if she doesn't get arrested before then. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll get the call. We might have to bail her out. Um, <laughs> now, there's somebody whose heart is in the right place and is, is actively, you know, walking the walk to, like, fight the various oppressions in the world. So, you know, that's, that's, that's an example of who I should be, but I'm not. Oh. <laughs> you know? I wondered so, where you were going with that. Right. Well, when, I, when I'm saying, like, I don't want to say that, like, I'm the good guy. It's like, well, you know, it, Pocky can maybe say that, though I doubt she would. She's very modest. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, um, I should mention. Uh, oh, and uh, today's the twenty second of June. Happy solstice! Yay! <laughs> and what happened on the twenty fourth? Oh, women are going to get to drive in Saudi Arabia on Sunday. 
for the first time since 1957. <laughs> what happened in 1957? Was it was it they were stopped from driving? Yeah. Wow. The House also, of Sod. Never go anyplace. Pizza, anything. House of. Don't go there. House of Sod. Don't go there. Yes. <laughs> One more thing. Oh, Wahhabism. One more thing <laughs> before we war. go. Yes. Happy Juneteenth on the 19th. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Juneteenth. That's a good holiday. I like that one. So, um, anyway, <clears throat> coming up next, we have great music for the rest of the evening. Uh, subculture from 8 to 10, Table of Contents from uh, 10 to Midnight, uh, followed by uh, OK Asia, playing all kinds of pop music from, well, Asia. So, um, uh, and as I've mentioned before, we do uh, have a podcast of this show, which you can find from iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or really any place you find excellently fancrafted podcasts. So uh, that's all for civil politics this evening. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully we'll be back more to be civilly politic at you next week. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Good night. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro. And thank you for listening.